0: Nice 95.5 KBK. Welcome to a Friday morning. And I am so pleased. I don't think I've seen Joe Mulford, the president of Pine Technical Community College. I was trying to think of the last time. you were in it was was it last year Um, I think it was January yeah January maybe it was
1: sometime early in spring semester
0: okay well I'm always pleased to have you and you know I I just appreciate you coming in we chat up about the school and usually other things we do we cover kind of the gamut uh, on and off the air we'll put it that way well Joe let's start out and this is just something I noticed when I was looking at your website Mm -hmm. okay and one it has this all these flashing things it goes from one thing to the other so I have to find the one that that I want. I'm looking at Save the Date because today is a big day, yeah. correct?
1: Yep. You want to share? Yeah. So today, I always tell people if you work in higher education and, and probably in the K-12 system, today is one of the best days of the year. It's graduation. So Christmas, birthdays, those things <laughs> add up too. But uh, but it's really great. It's, it's, it's so fun. And especially at a two-year school where You know, maybe I remember some of the students even just last fall in September walking in first day, you know, and figuring out where everything is. And all of a sudden they're going to walk across the stage tonight because they were in a one-year program. So we do that at Pine City High School, and we should have about 300 graduates walk Tonight. How cool is that?
0: And and you have it just as an explanation. You have it at the high school because it just can hold people better. Yeah, for the most part.
1: Yeah, our our auditorium holds maybe 130 people. Okay. And so we'll they it, they've got a wonderful facility in Pine City. The community invested in that a few years ago, and so we have the privilege to use that. And it's it's close to the college.
0: Okay. Well, again, congratulations because it's exciting for these kids, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I, the thing that always over my career in higher education. Uh, that that always just really sticks with me is when you go to graduation and you see all the people and the lives of the students. How many of them have depend, you know, kids or their spouses, and you can just understand the sacrifice that people have made and the, for that accomplishment. And the families are dressed to the nines, and this is such a big deal and, and wonderful opportunity. And hopefully the the young people the kids that are there and maybe their mom finished a nursing program or their you know mom finished a business degree or whatever that would be um, and and sets the bar for the for the next generation that's what's really wonderful about tonight to see that that happening
0: yeah and I always think back and little reminiscent thinking about my mom she came out of the depression and I just remember her saying how important she didn't get the opportunity to go to school it's just mm-hmm. one of those things women of that era typically didn't mm-hmm. you know they were coming out of world war ii many of them uh, got married and just it was great but it was not a chance to do that so she always had that desire mm-hmm. to go on and have the higher education just very on any level so whether it's two-year school i don't care what it is but just going on beyond and she just had that sense and she kind of put that in me too yeah. you know, that it's important to do what you can. And the affordability can happen certainly at Pine Technical Community College. We we're talking a little bit about that. There's been a lot of talk about what's been going on at the legislature and, and helping with funding and helping uh, children that maybe otherwise might not be able to afford to go, go to school. But talk a little bit about that aspect of Pine Tech.
1: Yeah, and some of this is still getting sorted out. So I'll tell you what I know and what's probably right. been in the paper as much as anybody in, in the things that we've seen. So... Um, as a part of the Minnesota state system. So we are a part of a state agency. And so our funding comes about half. I mean, generally, of our funding comes from the state through an allocation through that's defined by the legislature and then people pay tuition or fees and, and that covers the other half of the cost. And so it's really important to how we can manage our expenses and how we keep tuition low is, is depending on how the legislature does. And it looks like things are going to go well this session. Um, one of the big things that came out of there, though, I think that we were talking about earlier was uh, there's a Scholarship program, and again, I don't have all the details to it, but what it's saying so far is that any family that has an adjusted gross income—so again, after all those deductions and everything are taken—of eighty thousand dollars or less, which is a significant portion statistically in our areas. In our area, for sure. You know, and the people that we serve. This is not you know just for high school kids. It's really for anybody. So maybe you've been working as a nursing assistant. And you're going to fall into that category. You're able to to come to college, get a couple of years of college for free. So at at um, any of the University of Minnesota or the Minnesota State College and, and University System, like our that that we're a part of.
0: Sure. And again, this wouldn't happen yet, as Joe said. There's a lot to kind of hash out. And it sounded like it would be next school year if it's going to yep. all go through. And it looks looks good at this point. So that's a great thing. But you guys have always had a way to help students as much as possible so the financial is never a barrier?
1: No, um, really, we're we're the lowest cost college in the state of Minnesota. So that's the good news for our region is we uh, have just like we're just second lowest in tuition. But when you look at fees and things like that, we have a really low fee structure as well compared to some other institutions. So it, we've always been very affordable for people just as a comparison. Um, if you didn't get any grants, any state aid, any uh, scholarships, it's about fifty two hundred dollars a year if you went full time. Amazing. Yeah, and really. most people don't go full time. Most people get two thirds of our students get almost a full Pell grant, which is the federal grant and state grant. So there's a lot of financial aid support. Um, So generally, two-thirds of our students pay about $1,200 a year to go to school now. um, Any of these other scholarship programs that come in are going to be great. And I was telling you earlier that it'll allow us to free up some resources that we might be using for for people in that category right now to to work with some other folks too, so we can even help people outside of that $80,000 window.
0: You can kind of broaden that opportunity. Talk about, because again, I told you Joe and I were talking a little bit ahead of time, How close you were, Mm -hmm. maybe are, to going over that, the most students you've had since. And again, how long has Pine Technical Community College been around? Um, What is it, 75 years now this year. (laughs) Think of that. So going all the way back you as far as student enrollment you were just a couple students away from reaching the the high that you ever had right yeah
1: yeah it's um so the the biggest and i i did bad math at 65 <laughs> years so not 75 but uh you notice know,
0: i didn't question it so yeah, there well, i am i was thinking i'm like no
1: wait a second i think it was less than that but um so the largest we ever were as a college and we're still one of the smallest colleges in the state of minnesota but for relative to you know our history uh, 2019 was the biggest we ever were. We we kind of flattened and went down just a little bit during COVID. Understandable. Like, like most yeah. people. And then we started to grow again. And a lot of that's been we keep adding new programs, uh, more people in our community. It's amazing to me how many more students coming out of high school um, are coming, staying local and going to, to Pine versus maybe they did 10 years ago or five, even five years ago. So that's really exciting to see for our region.
0: And I think, too, a part of it has to do with just... I think kids are getting the number. Now, this is what I'm going to say. I think they're realizing, yes, there's, you know, all these options when you're going to graduate high school to go to, but it can get expensive. Bottom mm-hmm. line, it just that's still the nature of the beast. And I think they're really getting the memo, you know, I could stay closer to home, maybe even live with mom and dad, mm-hmm. and that's okay now, and I can save that money along with saving uh, on my tuition, and many of these programs it's like a springboard. You can start working for some of these places as you're going to school. I mean, the, the opportunity is just amazing right now.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you on the air, but um, uh, I was at an event this fall, and one of our graduates was there and had spoken, and the instructor it was in our cybersecurity program well into the six figures, graduated about three years ago, working for a med tech company down in the cities. Um, and doing really, really well. There's some, you know, if it's all about the money for you, there's some outstanding opportunities. If it's about the job opportunities locally, you know, working at Wellia, working in manufacturing, business, you know, a lot of the opportunities that are in our region. Um, There's a quick bit of statistics that I always share with, with high school students specifically as they're graduating is, there's some three numbers that I give them. It's six, three, one, which add up to 10, of course. But um, what those are is that one job out of 10 in the U.S. economy, they're projecting going forward, will require a post bachelor's degree or post baccalaureate degree. Um, three, out, three out of 10 jobs require a bachelor's degree, and, and six don't require a bachelor's degree, but some sort of kind of higher ed. You know, it could be an apprenticeship program, military experience, whatever it would be. That those are the numbers that they're projecting in the next 10 to 15 years. So you can think about where the jobs are going to be. That data is the exact same as it was in 1950. And think so, so wow. the U.S. economy, for whatever reason, just kind of settles into that for over generations and all kinds of changes in technology. So the jobs that we prepare people for are going to open the door for about you know sixty percent, and a lot of them you can transfer on and go into a bachelor's degree too, and, and go for those other ones. But so you don't need to go do some of those to really again be engaged, fully engaged in the economy.
0: What I also love about Pine Tech is it obviously appeals to recent graduates as we're talking about with graduations right now, but the people whose lives they've gone on, they've done other things, they weren't able to get to school or they all of a sudden have an opportunity. You know, I want to try this. Not only is it affordable, but it's right in their backyard. It can work with their schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I just love that feeling of hope and that you can do other things in your life. You don't have to stay in something that maybe has morphed or changed, Mm -hmm. you know, or or chat GPT or (laughs) whatever. I'm I'm not going to have a job, it sounds like, and that's okay. I mean, I'm getting old enough. But seriously, there's going to be a robot doing my work eventually, so here we are. (laughs) But, I mean, we have to keep molding and changing, don't we?
1: Yeah, we do. And I think um, one of the things that community colleges do really well is um, you know, we're not set up to serve the entire state of Minnesota. We we have people that do that come here to go to school and move back to, you know, Moorhead or, or St. Cloud or somewhere. But the, the vision around the community colleges and the system that we have is that we really focus on the local economy. And so, again, if you're from this area or you want to just get employed in this area, and maybe you're from the cities or, again, St. Cloud, um, the jobs that we've got are specifically aligned to this economy. That's who our advisory committee members are that tell us what kind of, auto mechanics, because of course, you know, we've got dealerships up here, but we have a lot of people that aren't in dealerships versus maybe in the Twin Cities or some other places. So all of our programs are customized, or I should say aligned to match that local economy. And I think that's why people appreciate what the two-year system, the community colleges and technical colleges do different than maybe if you're a university, you're looking at a really broad region and it's hard to be too specific in that.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. And I wanted to ask you too, um, I know last time we chatted, there's been there's always things that are changing and building and growing at mm-hmm. the school. Where are you at with that whole process? Well,
1: it's really interesting timing because with the end of the legislative session and they're scheduled to be done a week from this Sunday and so they need to wrap up their business. This is a budget year and so as I was talking about earlier, we're, it's that's really important to us because that's how we keep the cost of tuition down or we get some new resources to invest in some of the other things that we do. Um, that's looking pretty good right now, um, but but on the bonding on the building side, which is what they would do for um, offers selling bonds that pays for the construction. And, and just to recap, we, we are looking at a significant investment and expansion into our career technical education areas. New welding lab, automation lab, um, our gunsmithing program would expand under that, nursing simulation lab. So we're just we're just not in the right space that we want to be right now. Um, supposedly we're going to hear something maybe even today about that. Okay, great. There's been, you know, of course, there's always politics at the Capitol. Uh, (laughs) Really? I never knew that. Yeah, that's the 411 (laughs) for the day. Um, So there's people are positioning there's things happening. This is not a bonding year. So what they're doing really, if if it doesn't happen this year, we'll be back in kind of the normal flow uh, through next year's process. I, I think my concern with this always is is we all know things won't be cheaper next year especially in the last few years and so as every year that we don't get funded the price of this thing goes up or meaning we actually are cutting more things out of the project cuz we're we're capped yep. on the amount that we can ask for so
0: So we'll see and and I will as always just put that out to you you know come back and talk to us again we will we'll try to have some regular chats here but um i think that's important for people to know what's happening in that regard
1: yeah and the building the building expansion for us uh, is is really foundational because again as we've continued to grow we've taken spaces that used to have one or two programs they have four in it now you know and we're making it work but um, but we could add some more curriculum we could add some more experiences for students and everything from like in our welding lab we could do more fabrication you know we can add a second year curriculum and just more more space for people to do projects together and things like that that's really important and, and simulates what they're doing in their job when they get out there
0: absolutely and on a lighter note mm-hmm. i did want to talk because i know i gotta let you go here but um i know you guys have an annual car show and you know yeah. i'm gonna bring that up are you coming you know it's it's a pro- my biggest problem is during the day and i work that day oh that's okay. my biggest issue there but i already talked to fred and he's got all his little retired guys <laughs> yeah. and and I'm like, you guys need to go over there. They're having their barbecue. They're having yeah. the car show. Talk about that, Joe. Yeah,
1: so it's on June 21st, and anybody can go to pine.edu, and we've got the banner, and there's there's stuff that's that's on there, so it'll let you know. It's open to the public. It's really our our recognition of the public support of our institution. So we throw a picnic. We have a car show. Just you know, It's kind of fun to see the changes in technology, essentially, right, over the years. Right. Um, it's from 11 to 2, so it's right over that lunch hour for people. And I think for people that are into car shows, it's also... We hear, you know, both sides. Some people have to work, but for other people, they like going during the day versus sure. every, on the weekends or nights or whatever that might be. So, again, it's open to anybody in the region. It's really just an honor. like we we wouldn't be who we are. We wouldn't be where we are without the community support. And when I say community, it's not just Pine City. It's Mora. It's Bram. You know, all the all the, the listening audience and areas that you've got is really our key Region,
0: yeah. Do you know how long the car show has been going on?
1: Um, you know, we started at my first or second year there. So and you've been there uh, since 2015. So okay, yeah, I so. was
0: just curious on the on the time frame. Yeah. Well, it was cute when I mentioned it to Fred, my significant other. I said, Yeah, you know, in the car show. You got you should go ahead and go. And he said, Well, you know, I am an alum. <laughs> I'm like, Well, yes, you are, because he graduated with the yeah. the uh, automotive side of things, which he still uses today.
1: Yeah, isn't that awesome? That I mean, he loves it. Well, tell Fred that you talked to Joe and he can get in for free if he wants. You know, if he, okay. since he's an alumni, you know, we'll let him in for free. That'd
0: be great. Well, I just think he'd love to <clears throat> get another kind of perusal through that part of the school would be very cool. Not that he'd do it that day, but I'm yeah. just saying to see the changes and the updates and what they're doing, and that it still is a big part of the you know the programs that are there.
1: Yeah, that's that's it's it's a fun opportunity when we do get people that come back to just see how much the the place has changed. Like it's fun for me to hear from people where things used to be, or there wasn't this wall here, or the welding shop, you know, used to be in this area. Um, and it, it reminds us all that. And I was actually telling I, you and I have talked on the air before my two boys, I've got one that's a freshman and one that's a junior and, I told them I started taking my first college class when I was 18, and I just finished another master's degree last year at 53. You know? There you so go. You just don't you don't ever quit learning, um, and and you know it's a part of your life, and that's the way it should be if you're a professional and you want to continue. So for young people, just you got to just accept that that there's going to be changes. And uh, you'll always use the things you learned a long time ago, but there's always new
0: stuff coming. And what's really cool, I'll just mention this quick. So Fred learned all the stuff, you know, the uh, carbureted engines. You know, think of Mm -hmm. all the changes that have happened in automotive since when he graduated. But still, it's very cool. His son's a mechanic now as well. Mm -hmm. And Fred will still have some tool or some little thing that he will show Nathan, and and he's like, and Nathan going, you know Dad, that's really a great thing. So, I mean, you can still, they can learn from each other, yeah. and you're talking about generations, and that's a very cool thing. So just throwing that out there. Yeah. Good example. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I just, I also want to make sure I just put in two because sure. right now, not only our graduation today, but all the high schools, you know, we're in that season there's still plenty of time for people. I wouldn't, you know, sooner's better, but um, if people are still at the point and they're not quite sure, you've got somebody in your house that your friend or granddaughter that isn't sure, come over and see us. We're around all summer. We've got all kinds of information sessions. We'll do one on ones with people if they're still, it's a big decision and we want to be there to help people make it.
0: Absolutely. And the website's awesome pine.edu. Correct. Absolutely. Joe Mulford, President, thank you as always. It's a pleasure. We'll hook up again maybe a little later on. When we know some more details. All right.